0: Start.
1: Welcome to the Book Squad podcast 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public
0: Librarians Kate Gramlich and Polly Kim. <laughs>
1: So it feels like we just did this. I know. We just did. <laughs> we just did did this. We did. Okay. But, uh, you know, I think it's really important that we do a gift-giving guide because mm. everyone else does. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of holidays
0: coming up. There's a lot
1: of holidays coming up of various sorts.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of gift-giving opportunities. Uh-huh. And you can okay. just give a gift anytime, really.
1: Actually, that's really true. That's actually my New Year's resolution this year. Is to give more Can we gifts? talk about New Year's resolution before we talk about Hanukkah yeah. and Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To be a better um, spontaneous gift giver. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. I I sometimes will find stuff at Wonder Fair, you know, at, at like a cute little shop, and then I will want to give it, but then for some reason I talk myself out of it because I'm like, well, I should just give that to them for their birthday in right. July, uh-huh. and then then go to July and I don't remember. So I know maybe giving gifts spontaneously throughout the year will make me feel less bad when I forget someone's birthday gift. <laughs> like oh, I gave you several gifts, but you already. had something. Yeah. so don't put don't them. get greedy. Yeah, is that you gonna? I'll say? take a picture of all the stuff I've already given you this year. <laughs> That's what Um, gift giving is all about. Home be waiting for my picture. (laughs) (laughs) It was my sister. She'd take
1: a picture of all the things she thought about getting me, and then she'd send it to me.
0: See, that's also kind of sweet. It's the thought that counts. Sometimes. Actually. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: Kate, I think um, we're going to get on with our special gift giving guide edition.
0: What did we call this one? The Holiday Gift Giving Cornucopia Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yes. (laughs) That's what we uh, call this. One. So this is our fifteenth episode. Yeah, and we're gonna just do the gift giving. We're yeah, not gonna. I do, think we're just gonna do gift giving. Yeah, today. we just did all the other this stuff. This is our special, yeah, special episode. A very mm-hmm. special episode. A very, yes, a Muppets family episode. <laughs>
1: all right, so why don't you talk about
0: some books that you found that you think would be great for gift giving this
1: year? Okay,
0: well, we well uh, we've got some categories more or less kind yes. of laid out. So um, one of my categories is a niche. Um, This would be cookbooks for 90s lovers. Uh, (laughs) That is tray niche. Yes. (laughs) I feel like there is a market, though. Uh, And this is mostly just because I wanted to talk about the fact that Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr., who have been married for, you know, since a while, a long time, they both have cookbooks out as of this year. Uh, so I thought you could do a little, a triple pack of uh, Stirring Up the Fun with Food, Stirring Up Fun with Food by Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. And- and then there's also "Back in the Kitchen" with Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> so
1: "Back in the Kitchen" sort of—I think that's like "Get Back in the Kitchen," Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, I thought it sort of assumed that he had oh, like, already had
0: another cookbook. Well, I, it's like I think it's like there's some stories about food too. So maybe, I don't—I okay. didn't read it. Like he used to be in the kitchen and now he's back now he's in back the kitchen. in the kitchen. I, I thought maybe like Sarah Michelle Gellar was saying, "Get get back in the kitchen,
1: get back, JoJo." Yeah,
0: exactly. Like
1: that. And Except then first name's Freddie. <laughs> Fred Fred. Okay.
0: Mm, this is starting out awesome. Uh, oh
1: my God. Okay. <laughs>
0: Let's go. Oh, then though, the third, um I wish that both of them are both okay, so Tia Maori of sister sister, oh, Tia into Mara right. Yeah. She's got a whole new you cookbook out recently. Um and I think it's a bestseller on Amazon, so apparently it's pretty good. Nice. And uh I think that you could have a nice marathon of Various watchings, playing things playing while you are uh, cooking, you know from cooking, that cook, cook, cooking. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. See, there you go. These are your. This is your. This is these are your this gifts. Could, these I'll are. I'll take like a this. picture of this right here. Yeah, so <laughs> this, this is what I, I was going to get you.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I have I have a food and book pairings. Would you I like me hear to that? do my? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like pairings. Um, related, we'll just sort of try to. Tag our things yeah. together. So I saw um, this Sullivan Street Bakery cookbook, which mm-hmm. I thought looked really good because it was um it was all breads, and I think this author who I don't know the name right of right now is um like had a cookbook out that was um it was just like sort of simply bread and then it was um kind of no need bread like. No, no. You need, don't have to knead it. Yeah. No yeah. Need, you, you don't knead do it. I, do, I need bread. <laughs> you don't need to knead it. Okay, gotcha. Um and and so these all have kind of a sourdough mm. um, starter that that get them going, um, which is supposed to be very good for you.
0: Sourdough sourdough that,
1: sour? that is sourdough, yeah, because it's um it's like active something. Yeah, it's active. It's active somethings. Um so I'm pairing that with the book Sourdough by Robin Sloan. Yes. Um he wrote. He wrote Mr. Mr. Penumbra's, Penumbra's, Penumbra's Twenty Four Hour
0: Bookstore. Yeah, library? I think so.
1: Bookstore, um, and uh, which is actually that book's really funny because it, like, the main character is a sourdough starter. Yes. So sentience, um hopefully. So that I would pair those together. Nice. That That's book fun. and that um, novel. Uh, I would pair together a Rocco's Healthy and Delicious, which was um, – the tag was like 200 um, mostly plant-based um, mm-hmm. recipes. And it looked really good. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the recipes look like something I would eat even though I'm not necessarily – Plant-based. Plant-based. <laughs> um, and I would pair that with Eating Animals. By, by my boy. By your boyfriend, John Jonathan Saffron, Saffron, Saffron for.
0: Um, That's good because I've been told to read Eating Animals many times, usually while eating just a bowl of bacon. <laughs> and I would say, well, where do I go from there mm-hmm. after I've eaten my bowl of bacon and given up bacon? Right, and so it would you're be nice to finish it first. All- <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. we'll use it as a bookmark. <laughs> He, I heard. Oh, so, um, yeah.
1: so eating animals is a is a book um, that is often recommended for people who are on the fence about vegetarianism and, mm-hmm. and why to go vegetarian. Yeah, so, I've heard it's very. Um, which I think you know, especially we got a lot of vegetarians in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are choosing that option now. So let me swing 180 degrees from that and Get talk about my... praise the lard. <laughs> Which is, um, it's a barbecue book, mm. and uh, as you might guess, it's full of pork and delicious no, meaty goodness. Uh-huh. But there's also a lot of great southern sides, and they have um, also um, drink recipes in there. So, is there lard
0: in the um, drink recipes? No, oh, okay. no, but
1: like Bloody Marys and mm. stuff like that. So Just, yeah, you that know, like you want to have a big Bloody Mary to go with your giant bowl of bacon. Yeah, um, I do. Or, you know, your... Superbly smoked brisket or mm. whatever your pulled pork, so praise the lard. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pair that with the last ballad by Wiley Cash, which is mm. um, just... set in the South. It's a new book that's uh-huh. come out, um, and it's got some kind of weighty issues in it. So mm-hmm. you might settle down More with your <laughs> big giant yeah. uh, meal. And then um, lastly, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest. How to Instant Pot. Not what you think it is. <laughs> no. Um, I think most people know. Do you know what an Instant is Pot is? Is it like a crock pot? Have? Yeah. It's, oh. It's a pressure cooker. So is that a crock pot? It's not, but kind of. So the pressure cooker is like the crock pot you would put in um, – you know, your whatever, and you'd cook it for six to eight hours. Yeah, The instant pot, you would put your whatever in, and you'd cook it for, like, six to eight minutes.
0: Holy cow! Right. And it actually cooks it? Mm-hmm. Like, meat? Yeah, you can... Oh, man, it's
1: so... It's, like, does this thing to meat where it just shoves the flavor in
0: it, and, like, it's it's so good. Why don't I know? I don't know. I'm very Cause lazy. Because you, you don't cook. That's right, why. but this is... I mean, I'm uh-huh. very lazy, so this could be... This could be. I mean, it takes a
1: little bit. It's a little bit of a um, misnomer because it's like the the interest. water has to heat up a little bit. Well, you just you don't have to I do have anything. I water. I don't you have just pour water. the water in and you okay. do the thing, uh-huh. and then it like tells you it's ready. And then and then the food that you've put in the pot inside cooks, and then the steam goes out of it, uh-huh. and then it's ready to go. So anyway... So it's also
0: like a humidifier for your house. Yeah, the yeah, winter. it okay.
1: actually is. So it's really good. Um, and they're probably, you know, today... We're recording on Black Friday. This won't go up then. But probably mm-hmm. you're going to see them on sale um, a lot Mindy. right now. Possibly. But I'm going to fail that... Or fail, fail that. <laughs> All right. Do,
0: do, I'm no, going to no, fail that I am going to fail that. Um, <laughs>
1: Confessions of a Domestic failer, Failure by... Um, Oh, why am I blanking her name? It's Bonmi. This will all be in the show notes. Yes, it'll all be in the show notes. Um, she's a f- she's a um. I'm not going to attempt it. Yes, I a book cover. Um, she's a a blogger, mm-hmm. like um a pair. of... I'm, I don't hate to say, mommy blogger, but that's what she is, and she is freaking hilarious. Yes. she's so funny, and I thought you know if. If a if a busy parent needs anything, they need to put the stuff in the instant pot and then sit down here and read this book. Nice. Feel good about themselves cuz the instant pot's really good for people who forget mm. to put stuff in their crock pot. Hello. <laughs> cuz you're cuz you're like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to get it together and I'm going to put get up in the morning and I put stuff in my crock pot and I'm going to have this food when I get home." Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to. No. But if you have instant pot, you don't need to worry about that.
0: I had a crock pot and uh I used it I ended up using it for a giant cat food dish, like I, because <laughs> I would do free feeding because my cats and I just like to graze. And uh, yeah, I didn't put it, I didn't heat it up or anything. I just took the insert. The insert is a very nice in case you don't want to use your crockpot for its mm. intended purposes. You just set it on the floor, the in, the you know big metal heavy thing, and then the cat can't knock over. I think actually Gunther would love this. this yeah. would for this is for like a pet. Who who knocks things over? I'm gesturing, yeah. knocking he things over. He cannot. Right um, yeah, but we can't free feed that dog. That's true. Oh no, I
1: know he'd be enormous. He would. He would just never stop. Yeah. I don't think he has an off switch. <laughs> I'm funny. actually curious to see how much he could eat at one sitting, but I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. But uh, it would be actually dog
0: experiments. Yeah, yeah. He'd be the best. Day if of he was his a life. human,
1: he'd be that person who goes in and orders like the you know. He'd be Eli. hundred and fifty. Ounces of steak or yeah. whatever, and if you eat it all in so much yeah. time, you get it for free. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. get a T-shirt. That's what he would... <laughs> Gunther would get the T-shirt for sure. Aww. So those are my book uh, food
0: pairings. Nice. Um, well, I think we've both got a couple of books for nerds, nerds, sort of things. Yeah, yours are word nerds. So let's hear that. Mine's I'm specific a
1: specific. I'm a word nerd.
0: Yeah. So um, the first one is uh, away with words. AWAY no space so it's like going away with words. <laughs> and it makes sense because it's an irreverent tour through the world of pun competitions. Isn't that amazing? That <laughs> that's a thing. I know. I think <laughs> yeah, it really is. I uh I I can sneak out a pun. Okay, you know, but it, it surprises me though. Mm. So I don't think I could do a competition. No. No, like right now I couldn't I I can't even name one pun. So, um away with words. That's a I pun. went
1: to the Seafish Disco. Oh, I already messed it
0: up. <laughs> okay, well, we're not gonna compete. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to pun. Well, this Forget one I it. could. If this was a competition, I could do it. Vulgar Tongues, an Alternative History of English Slang. So, this you sounds could, really interesting. I could you do could that. Win that. I could one. do that. <laughs> I'm very slangy and also just. I, and They're, vulgar. Vulgar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's <laughs> another one I didn't put on here, but uh, it's like, it's a micro history of cussing, and it's like, F apostrophe or apostrophe oh, asterisk CK K or whatever, yeah. Um, and then, now uh, if you want a good go, gift for your grandma, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, if you want to go polite, though, um, there's a book called "How to Speak Midwestern," which I think would be really neat. I took some nerdy linguistics classes in college, and so I like, um, like, did like little regional dialects uh-huh. and. Turns of phrase and stuff like that. So that sounds really interesting since we are Midwestern. Um, Yes, we are. One that I have been saying, or it's been pointed out to me that I say a lot, is uh, ope. Like if you run into something or like "oh," Yeah, I don't even notice I'm saying it, but I'm sure that I do. I will. We can can have an ope meter. Yeah, we should. I think when I came in here, I just... I ran into the microphone and I said, "Oh, oh, op. yeah." <laughs> so I hope that Ope is in there. Mm. Um, and then, though, also talking back, talking black um, is talking about uh, it's a, it's like something like America's. Oh my God! Why didn't I write down the rest of the title? I don't know. Something about lingua franca, if which is a phrase I really like. Oh yeah, franca, franca, James Franca, I think. Sounds right. That sounds... That sounds... as was French. Um, but... So it's about African-American vernacular English and um, debunking myths about um, black English and stuff like that. And so that is kind of a word nerd and sociology sort yeah, of Yeah, that
1: sounds really hybrid. good. Sort of a, another dialect kind
0: mm-hmm. of book. And then also for budding word nerds, if you have a child who's extremely nerdy and wants to get... Punched I after do. yeah uh this is for little kids i think it's will's words how william shakespeare changed the way you talk oh yeah I like that it's gonna be yeah like little <laughs> phrases and stuff like that so uh, anybody
1: listening who buys holiday gifts for me mm-hmm. these are your picks there you go yep okay well also there's gonna be several though yeah. I think you're gonna I, like a lot of this. I these think things. I'm just gonna yeah, just, buy all of these myself. So yeah. so I have books well, you're a nerd. You're for nerds. just regular nerds. Run of the mill nerds. Just you know, you're run-of-the-mill nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, first is Astrophysics in a Hurry mm-hmm. by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. So um, and I think uh the audiobook would be really great because yes. he reads it. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, this person's in a hurry. Yep. They don't have time to sit down and read. No. Mm-mm. They need to put in their earphones and Mm-mm. then go do the thing that they're gonna do. Right. So they um, instant pot. Yes, cool. with their instant plot. <laughs> so Astrophysics in a Hurry, totally recommend that one. Um, you'll feel really smart when you're done with it. Okay. Uh, Atlas Obscura, oh, which yeah. came out. I th- I'm sure it's like in one of our first episodes, and we talked about Atlas Obscura, mm-hmm. which is what I thought this book was called, I and like someone it. was telling me about it. Um, Atlas Obscura is like all of these amazing, really weird, um, incredibly freaky places that you can go all around the world just to see like the weirdest things. Mm -hmm. And now um, they have published a journal to go with it. So if you buy this book for somebody, you know, get the journal. Mm -hmm. That's great for the person who um, likes to see the out of the way stuff when they go on trips. You know, they're not there to see the touristy things. They're just there to see the weird stuff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Hidden Life of Trees is a book that I, it's been on my to read list um, because I'm, Along with being a word nerd, I'm a regular Just nerd a general general I'm a general nerd, nerd. and then um, and I really am fascinated by this book. I mean, they they talk a lot about that, the biology um, and the um, the way that um, forests work mm-hmm. and how trees like form this sort of underground, uh-huh. yeah. you know, Ooh, network, cool. and they talk to each other. That's cool. Which made me get all like, you know. Um, Lord of the Rings, yeah. like the Ents, you know. No, you I don't, don't know. know but No, but I'm going to because you're yeah, not, nodding. Yes, a go complete for... regular nerd. So but um, no. it made me think of the Ents who like care for the trees. So, um, so then I think that one would be a great book. That's and cool. Want to come back to um, Women in Science by mm-hmm. Rachel Ignalls?
0: She came. She was was um, it the one who was here? Wasn't. She came okay. to visit.
1: I think she. I believe she lives in Kansas City, and mm-hmm. she does. Um, she did this, the, I mean, this book is just incredibly illustrated. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful, and I think it's like I think the the subtitle is like "50 Women in, in yeah. Science" or something. So um, that's a fantastic book for people of all ages. And then uh, two books that I am that are also on my shelf to read. Um, one came out a while ago, but then the the follow up has just come out. So. Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind and Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow Mm. by Yuval Noah Harari is out. And those are, um, like, the Sapiens just went crazy. Everybody really Mm -hmm. loved it. So um, it's one of those, like, if you want to go back to the beginning of time and just have this very readable, sort of accessible um, history of how humans became humans, um maybe you would really enjoy seeing cool. our, our beginnings and then I'm very I'm interested in the history of tomorrow um where we're going and then of course you know for the uber nerd mm-hmm. um Stephen Hawkins is like you know yeah the cheap the chief the, the chief uber nerd uh the illustrated a brief history of time is available I and think I think that, that, that
0: would, maybe the illustrated version would be one I would do. yeah
1: that would make a fantastic gift i yeah. think is
0: it table is it um, coffee table, table book size?
1: You know, I don't know how
0: big it is. It depends on the it's, size of your coffee
1: Yeah, table. I don't. I just have an ottoman, so oh. but I, I think it would fit on. I think it would. Mm. Um, it's, it's bigger than a bigger this than is an one, ottoman. Yeah, this is one of those books that you get. You like to get it for a gift anyway, because if you're a true nerd, you'll read it, mm-hmm. or if you just want to seem smart, you'll just yeah. leave it out. Yeah, right. So Someone, when folks come over, you can be like, "Oh, oh uh, let sorry, me, sorry. excuse me, you put your drink down. Let me just move my <laughs> illustrated, <laughs> a
0: brief history of time." Yes. Um,
1: so yeah, uh, those are those are, my, those are my nerd picks. I
0: mean, there's a lot. of picks Yeah, for nerds, I, right. But, yeah. Well, and Atlas Obscura was reminding me. Um, I don't know. So it's a series that the New York Times has done. Um, it's 36 hours um, in USA and Canada. And so it's like these like 36 hour trips. You were going somewhere for 36 yes. hours. Um, Those are fantastic. Yeah. And they've been, they've been making them for several years. Um, and there's like one now for the East Coast and then one now for the West Coast. And there's Pacific Northwest. And the newest one, I think, is London. So maybe they're they're branching out of yeah. the US. Um, there's a there's a Midwest one. So I You can you can pair that with how to speak Midwestern. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. yeah.
1: That would be a Like if someone really was nice.
0: moving here yeah from some poor person had to move to the Midwest from somewhere <laughs> exciting. The Midwest is exciting. I know. There's a giant ball of twine. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the ball Come of twine on. is in Atlas Obscura though. I hope
1: so. That's a thing. I think people, this would be I mean it's really great for people who are traveling to that. Place, mm-hmm. but I think it's also really good for people who live in that place, yeah, because to, like, you know, appreciate, yeah, your, yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, you should get
1: one because you obviously don't appreciate the Midwest as I you do, I've just been here. <laughs>
0: I've been here for longer than you have. No, you haven't. I was born in the Midwest. I was born in the Midwest. Oh, yeah, how long? Okay, and then well, I left you fight about back, this, but later. whatever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I. W- I was born in the middle of Before you were I born said, in the
0: Way, way before I've said you did. Many times, yes. But yeah, I think um, that'd
1: be great because, you know, when you live somewhere, you yeah. just, you go to, you get up, you go to work, you do your stuff, and you mm-hmm. don't ever go see all of the
0: cool stuff around where you live. So, and let's be honest, like a 36 hour vacation, you're not going to do that. So, I mean, right. you know, you're more likely to go do a 36 hour little trip around your immediate area. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Well, what go good. On. What else good. you got? Uh, well, so that's... Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've got a couple of uh, starter packs. Yeah, I like your starter packs. Let's see. So there's the Young Feminist Starter Pack. Any age feminist, really, starter pack. Um, we've got Why We March, which just recently came out. It's Signs of Protest and Hope, and that was after the Women's March um, it's that's a really neat flip-throughable book. Uh-huh. Um, there's really nice oh, yeah. quality pictures of the signs it's and more funny. Yeah, some yeah, yeah. really, some really you know, yeah, poignant, sad and serious. Yeah, um, and then there's also "Nasty Women: uh, Feminism, Resistance, and Revolution in Trump's America." Uh, you know, you get this for your racist uncle or your you know sexist uncle or something, <laughs> or probably not. Um, or yeah, get this for yourself if you want to be <laughs> un- uninvited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all the holidays ever. <laughs> But you might yeah. want to well, be. Uh, yeah, yeah. So or not. Strategic, you know. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Nasty Women is, is a s- collection of essays that I think um, are very wide-ranging and uh, talk about a, a lot of intersectional issues. And um, it, it came out just a couple months ago, I think. So, uh, mm-hmm. And then the classic, not a oh, 10-year-old classic, uh, Men Explain Things to Me by Rebecca Solnit. Um, that's just awesome to read. Mm-hmm. Uh and also, I mean, very. It's always very timely, but I think reading about her uh descriptions of mansplaining in her own life is Yeah. Yeah. Solnit is a gem. Yeah, I'm reading Hope in the Dark right now.
1: Solnit is a gem.
0: I, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the even younger feminist starter pack. <laughs> These are little kids um of any gender. Uh so she persisted um, is by uh, Chelsea Clinton, and it's uh, thirteen American women who changed the world, uh, and it's got a really adorable cover. Mm-hmm. And then there's Night Stories for Rebel Girls, which came out last year, um, and so and that sounds really neat. I think I would maybe like it for mm-hmm. myself. And then this comes out on December fifth. It's Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History by Vashti Harrison. She wrote it and illustrated it, and I follow her on Instagram, and oh. She's so skillful. Like her, her drawings are just so wonderful, and they feel really good to look at. Oh, so yeah, awesome. that's that's I'll a check really neat one. Out, yeah, I, that'll I'll be love, out. I love picture books. it will be out next next week or. Two I would add "I
1: Descent" to this one, which yes. is the uh, Ruth. Bader Ginsburg, yeah, for um, kids, for for little kids, yeah. And I unfortunately don't know the author, but we can put that in our show notes. But Mm -hmm. um, that one was a really sweet book as well, and I just love Ruth. I know, I know. Okay. Well, okay. So I um, something that I kind of wanted to talk about was um, books that actually. You know what? Let me talk about um, books for when the world has gotten you down. That's I think that's a good one to yeah. put in between your starter packs. Yeah. Okay. Because your starter packs are a little, you know. But so, um, books for when the, world. I think, you know, I just think our two best humans are gone. Wow. And there I don't, you go, in the world of and I don't, get you down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I want, I know that, I know that other best humans are out there and they're, mm-hmm. you know, Everybody should be the best human that they could be at every moment that they can be.
0: but, but
1: um, And these books will actually help you do that. But two people that um, just, like, mean a lot to me is Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. and Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think both of these books are just – I just have them and I go pick them up when I'm feeling like, what can I mm-hmm. – like, well, dang it, world, mm-hmm. or like, what can I do right now, or what should I refocus myself on?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one, that's, I mean, there's the, Mr. Rogers has a couple, but I really love the world according to Mr. Rogers. It's just um, a lot of quotes or, you know, little brief passages about how to be sort of the best. The best. The best you be the that Rogers, you can be. Okay. Yeah. huh um, and then It's Not Easy Being Green. It's a very similar format. Yeah. Um, and that's wisdom and, and quotes from Jim Henson. So <clears throat> I think those make incredible gifts, actually, because everybody needs a little bit of up, uplift, I think, right now. But they could
0: make really good gifts to yourself, too, mm-hmm. if you don't get them. And I would say it, throw hope in the dark in there is, as like a mm-hmm. as a nice, if you were making it, to round out the trio. To round out the trio. I was saying this weekend that, yeah, Mr. Rogers is so good that he's, in light of all the <laughs> news that comes out about things that some very powerful men mm-hmm. do, Mr. Rogers is like the only one I can think of who I'd be like, there's no way. Yeah. Well, probably Jim
1: well I'm seeing much. that a lot, actually. Like, I'm seeing that sentiment a lot is people are grasping for like the one yeah, person it's like, this is it. that they... They just think, okay, at this point, if anything horrible was going to come out, it would have come out. And everyone who has known this person... I mean, in fact, we have a local person, um, Wyatt Townley, who mm-hmm. is our poet laureate, is actu- actually knew him. He performed their wedding. Oh, my
0: god. I know. And
1: um, he's their children's <gasps> godparent. Oh, my god. so I know, which I was like, oh, what? You're the luckiest <laughs> yeah, human that changed. I've ever met in yeah. my life. So... Um, You know, just so so many people who knew him personally have just Yeah. You know, said it's it's really what you think it's for real is for real. Mm -hmm. Like he really is the person you think he is. That is that is inspirational to me to be the person that he thought that I could be. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, um, you had a category also, the the (coughs) books that that felt like gifts. Oh, yeah. I was interested Mm -hmm. in those.
1: Yeah, and I will... um, Some of these I actually did talk about on other Mm -hmm. um, prior episodes. So Encyclopedia of an Ordinary Life um, by Amy Krause Rosenthal. Or Mm -hmm. Krause. I still have not. (laughs) I still haven't solved that. Yeah, I should just go back and watch her TED Talks again. And I probably need to. It's about time. So that... Um, That book, um, Heating and Cooling Mm -hmm. by Beth Ann Fairley, which I just mentioned in the Mm -hmm. last episode, and 300 Arguments by Sarah Manguso and Lincoln and the Bardo. Those are all four books that I read this year that um, just when I read them, like I had to stop Mm -hmm. and go back and reread things or I had to stop and put it down and just like Mm-hmm. Let it wash over me or digest it. And, you know, heating and cooling in 300 Arguments are just What's tiny. 300 arguments? 300 arguments, it's just a tiny um, book of like a couple sentences or a short entry. Mm-hmm. And um, of her, just it's like her experience of life. So, heating and cooling, um, I think the subtitle is like 52 mini memoirs or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, 300 Arguments is sort of that same thing where it's just a tiny, Little, you know, you'll just read something and it'll just be so, whoa, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, or funny, or just you know, like, <laughs> so it'll just, you know, I mean, they're just so funny, and and like I said, and Lincoln in the Bardo too is just is was a a novel. These other three are
0: essays, kind yeah. of like
1: essays and memoirish, and then Lincoln in the Bardo was just like a breath of fresh air to me, like nothing I had read at all before it's completely original. it's and uh, just weird and so and very touching, just a really yeah. touching read. So um, those books you know just felt like gifts to me and I read a lot, obviously mm-hmm. yeah. and f- for my job and, those are the and ones stuff. That out. Yeah, and they really did. They just stuck out as like special little moments in time. that, yeah. And I, you know, when you read a book like that too, you can go back to like where you read it the first yeah. time because mm-hmm. you just were like, what? Mm-hmm. So then when I go back and reopen the book, I just can I remember like where I was and what I was doing when I read them the first time.
0: Like that was that powerful right. sense
1: memory of reading that
0: book. Well, Dear Fahrenheit 451 four, or 451 also <laughs> seems like it was one for you too. Yeah, I really did love that book. And it
1: was more, it was more Fun, I think, yeah. than anything else. Um, there wasn't as much of that,
0: yeah, like mm-hmm.
1: like these had, but um, it was it was a lot of fun, and I, it's a book that I would give to book lovers mm-hmm.
0: everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, on a, so, less, on a less fun note, but <laughs> let's uh, get back to your starter packs. <laughs> yeah, the third starter pack I have is uh the woke starter pack, mm-hmm. and so this is someone you want to um discuss issues with or I I'm yes okay uh so I I can't wait to read your first one I'm so so, I know I really want to read this so tales of two Americas uh stories of inequality in a divided nation um our coworker Shirley told me about this and uh if you go to the the link in our catalog which I can link to um they actually have a book preview in the if you go to like the Full record. There's a Google Books preview, so you can actually like read parts of the book online before you get it. And so there are lots of contributors: as Rocky saying, Gay, Rebecca Solnit again, and uh, your boy Anthony Doerr. <laughs> <That's, that's> so <laughs> laughing. And then Edward yes, da- Dantica and boy. Yes, um, and it's just like a wide variety of voices, um, and it just sounds—it sounds really cool. Um, I'm wondering—I I will. I want to read it, and then I wonder if it might be a good book club book.
1: I'm super interested in this book, and I'm very interested in it for—I'd um, like to take a look at it. I'm interested in it for the Social Justice yeah, Book Club because, mm-hmm. you know, people have mentioned reading um, Hillbilly Elegy. Mm-hmm. And I read that book, yeah. and I thought that I would, like, really identify or like it, uh, especially because my husband's family is from there. Yeah. And I— um, there was just so much.
0: I've heard just, oh, and
1: it, it's mm-hmm. not like, um, I mean, his, the thing, the thing is, is his life experience is true, but he doesn't necessarily put it into perspective, put it into like a larger perspective mm-hmm. where he doesn't understand, like he nowhere mentions privilege at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very bootstrappy, you know, yeah. he's just like, if I did it, anyone can do it. And I, I, it's Just not like I don't ignorant. understand that uh-huh. sentiment, um, because a lot of folks do a lot of hard things mm-hmm. without a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. I get that sentiment, but I don't. Um, I I don't think that's the book that really properly explains mm-hmm. the the divide, and yeah. really properly explains, you know, this. White, poor experience,
0: necessarily, in the larger perspective, yeah, I think if you're wanting to i think you have to to do the service to your audience to mm-hmm. acknowledge that, um yeah, well, didn't he also just I don't know something terrible I don't terrible. Okay. know what else he did, but <laughs> I know that that book is it, it well you like
1: evicted that's I love one evicted. that well was. I didn't love it, right. but you know what I mean. Yeah, it
0: was very important. Evicted was was fantastic. Yeah, and that's that was why a great Matthew book. Desmond. Yes, Matthew. And we Desmond. have that in a book club back now. We so. do. Yeah, but that one that one was a more balanced. So I mean, I guess I would add uh-huh. that to the starter back also. Yeah. Um, also, well, this isn't on there, but the fire, the fire this time. The fire this time was great. Yeah, by Jasmine mm-hmm. Ward, uh, who can do no wrong, and I love her. Uh, <laughs> then the next one in this is they can't kill us all: the story of the struggle for Black Lives. And this is listed in um, Bustle's ten, se- se- 10 plus or 7, 17 <laughs> books about race that every white person should read. Oh, um, yeah, so we should read We this. should link to that article, too, in yes. the show notes. I will. Okay. Um, and then also uh, what just came out was the second edition of Transgender History, The Roots of Today's Revolution. Um, and I uh, I think that all of these ones we've mentioned would be nice to give to someone who is interested in political issues or is maybe not sure if they're interested or... Mm -hmm. um, Just trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So, Or get these for yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. for your own wokeness. For your own. Okay, so I'm going to say...
1: I know I mentioned New Year's resolutions Uh at the beginning. Uh But this is... Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to pop this one in right here too because as long as you're making your inner self... Better, mm-hmm. You can make your outer self better, too. I guess yoga does both. Um, so do more yoga, everybody. And <laughs> and the reason that you can do yoga um, is because, first of all, you need to check out Jessamyn Stanley's Everybody Yoga. Yeah. Because I... Everybody. Everybody. Body, very, very every Yoga, each body, each body can yoga. Yeah, and um, she she writes, um, she has a blog, and I mm-hmm. think she goes around. I mean, I know she goes around and does talks, but so this is um, her first yoga book, uh, and she's a yoga instructor, who is um, a large woman. She's African American, and she you know goes to great lengths in her book to point out like. You don't ever really see yogis who look like me, mm-hmm. um, and and um, the book is it's hilarious and funny, and it also has really great um, tips on how to practice. If you are, you know, when you watch somebody do yoga and you're like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> not me <laughs> yeah. at all," yeah. um, there are, you know, she really gives great tips for how anybody can do yoga and I mean like you amend body. a pose for your mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, there are always things that you can do with a pose or there are or frankly there might be poses that are not for you and mm-hmm. you just need to hear yeah, that, that you, have, okay that yeah, you, that you yeah. have permission to not do that pose. Like it's not necessary yeah, for right. you to do that pose. Like, like I don't think I'll ever be able to handstand or whatever it's called. It's like, not necessary. Corpse, though, I can do it. Don't worry, it. I'm all about the yeah. corpse pose. So you can, um, yeah. but you can, you know, so that's a great, this is, that's mm-hmm. a great, and that's a pretty straightforward um, yoga now there. So we have a couple also, other yoga books. Oh go ahead. I was thinking,
0: well, all these probably, but that one, if you have like a yoga instructor Friend, or you know, or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I think that would be a really nice one to add to a library. That's actually a really great yoga point. Books so that you can, I don't know if I don't know what happens in yoga, but you know, yeah. If, but if it's you I think all these it's great books, for right, instructors too to mm, for instructors yeah. to see this yeah, and yeah. say,
1: you know what, I might I might, I might not be doing something right, this. and I might uh-huh. be doing something in my practice that's not welcoming uh-huh. or being open to everybody to practice yoga, and yeah. so. Um, let me open my mind about better ways to be a yoga instructor. Yeah. So, um, and well, then these have... next ones are great. <laughs> and we also have goat yoga, mm-hmm. which is, um,
0: was it the light in me recognizes the goat in yes, you or something I like think that? that. Yes, yeah. that's what it's called. <laughs> um, and you know, goat yoga is actually a
1: thing you can go do places. I don't, um, so the goats I don't are, think there's anything local, but yeah, like the goats, like, are there are they... while you're practicing? And you know, there's been, there's like cat yoga, yeah, but whatever. No. Yeah, right, That's right. like, no, I'm right. So passe now. Yeah, if you don't level. have goats, yeah. you ain't nothing. Yeah. So um, there's goat yoga. And then we got this book in that you arc. are super interested in. <laughs> um, I'm not, it's a combination of none of my interests, but it's a ganja yoga. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, all about the use of marijuana yeah. and also yoga so um well, I, I, i'm I only uh, suggesting this book for your friends who live in states where marijuana is legal yeah absolutely obviously
0: and the times where i visited those states uh and that's would have been the only times that i obviously would have, t- <laughs> have the law. uh i guess i don't want to do yoga though so I'm, it, this I is going to be interesting it would have to convince me because it's more like i want to do doritos you know. some people might feel like the only way I could do yoga mm. is if I was high. Yeah, okay. I don't know, right. But
1: um but I choices. thought it was it, it just a uh, an interesting progression of yeah. of ways to like think outside <laughs> of the box with yoga. So, oh um, you know, but if you if you don't get goat yoga or ganja yoga, please really, every do body get yoga every everybody yoga. yeah, um, because that one is. Just a fantastic book. And for I think it's for anyone who just has thought, well, it seems great, but
0: no. But, yeah, like none of those people look like me or anything or whatever. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it. I'm not going to, but you could. (laughs) You're the worst. I know. I can't even get an instant. I can't do an instant pot. Or yoga. Or go to yoga. (laughs) Don't.
1: So everybody, don't buy this book for Kate because she's just. Unless you just want to make me feel bad.
0: She's just going to resell it after the holidays. So. I bet you could probably get a pretty good... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so wh- this reminded me of something. So I've got a category called gifts for your weird friend. But we did also, I forgot, we wanted to put together a category of white elephant gifts. Oh, we did. And I think ganja yoga would be a great one for that. Oh, don't yes you? It would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or goat yoga. Or goat yoga. Yeah. Because who doesn't love a goat?
1: Right. I hope True. sloth yoga is the newest Next thing.
0: That was on Amazon, but I don't. Was that a real. That was like was a, it like a ca- picture. It was a book? calendar oh. of sloths
1: doing yoga, but I like legit want yeah. a sloth I could learn yoga who will from sloth. hang on you oh. while you do the yoga poses. It huh. would really force you to go slow through the poses.
0: That's true. <laughs> really slow. Really slow. <laughs> Unlike cat yoga. Yeah. It just make you go back and forth. Um, <laughs> well, so here, these are some of some, some just like weird random ones. Um, this first one, I, uh, my partner bought after I checked it out for him at the library. Um, it's pop sonnets. Uh, it's Shakespearean spins to your favorite songs. This man, Eric Dietrichson or something like that. Um, I'll put it in the notes. Uh, he came up with, he took all these different songs like, um, Material Girl and, uh, 99 Problems by Jay-Z and just like tons (laughs) of different songs. Um. And he wrote them out in Shakespearean verse. Nice. And so we use this at our music trivia um, where John will read out uh, this the, the rewritten the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to, to guess, guess what's song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. That's awesome. It's a book that you can reference over and over again. It's really fun. Okay. And it's like if you have... I'm sold on that one. Right. Okay, good. Well, I'm not going to. I'm sold. I'm going to stop selling it. If no one else it's buys great. it, Polly Can will buy it. Yes. And then this one, this one has a really cute cover. Um, this is if you just want to come up with a new hobby. Uh, basic Witches, uh, How to Summon Success, Banish Drama, and Raise Hell with Your Coven. It just got an adorable cover. And yeah. then also I think that there'd be like a lot of people who would really enjoy that. Yeah. That one looks really cute. Mm-hmm. I think
1: uh, I think it has a, could be a good YA sort of.
0: Yeah. Teen. Yeah. would have a lot of teen appeal as well. Also, maybe a good white elephant gift. mm mm-hmm. um, And then literary yarns, crochet projects inspired by classic books where you make little dolls of things that are from like Pride and Prejudice. Oh, and, stop Yeah. It. And... Even if you don't make them, because it sounds like a lot of work, um, it's, they're really cute to look at. They've got, like, the little dolls, and they're in their little settings and stuff, and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cute. I already know some people who would love this one. That goes with also ta- taxidermy crochet. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's another one that's really cool. We've got that at the library. And then also I saw um, it's crochet. What are those things when you kill an animal and they put their head on the... Wall. That's taxidermy. I uh, know, but, but you make like just, just the, mounted just the, like I'm, just, the he, just the mounted head. head. Oh. It's like t- it's like crochet mounted heads or something okay. like that. And so you can make so you like, don't actually have to go out and kill no, a No, this is for people. No, you you'd read eating animals, just, and then you would you would just crochet
1: yourself a rhinoceros head.
0: Yeah, exactly, okay. and it looks kind of cute.
1: Yeah, I bet it was also would be. weird, but
0: cute. Yeah. So anyway, oh. that's for your crochet friends. Then there's also Star Trek Cats. Nope. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um and then the mm. Star Trek the Next Generation cats is coming out in March. So you could get this for like a now oh. gift and then one for later. I for like a the random gift. Well, but you don't like cats. So um, <laughs> we'll do the next generation dogs will be the next. Okay. Uh, and then this one I just ran into on the shelf. It's um it's looks like a it looks like a Richard Scary children's book, sort of, but it's called What Are We Even Doing With Our Lives? <laughs> and it's like the truest Kids' children's book about adulthood, or something, (laughs) and so it'll be all these scenes where it's like Jimmy is walking uh, from the unemployment office because a thousand. Other business majors are applying for the same job. I don't know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> so it's like all these different. Or like that funny. Susie's turning the lights off because she can't afford to. Um, yeah, her electric bill in her apartment. Oh, it's like making it's, that bitter pill go down exactly. with a little bit of sugar. It's pretty funny, mm, yeah. Okay, um, and then the last one is racy. Uh, it is called Buzz. Turn down your.
1: I know. Turn down your mic
0: or turn down your sound right now. Okay, go. It's called Buzz: The Stimulating History of the Sex Toy, and the front of it is is really it's it's cool design. Yeah, um, that is a funny design. We also we both thought it was called buns. We thought it said buns at first. <laughs> we know. So we have eyeball problems. Right, but so, it, but it's it's not just you know it's not just uh, mm-hmm. a sex toy book for the. You know yeah. the purpose of No, means. I like
1: the I like the historical it's, well, you know, I love a sociology
0: book. Mm-hmm. And so
1: uh, to me, like this that like the sociological history of yeah. you know, of sex toys would be very interesting. Because they were as like well.
0: prescribed by doctors, you yeah. know, or whatever. So it's it's science, it's history, it's mm-hmm. sociology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's a little fun. <laughs> it's quite quite fun. So you compare that with great great something. Aunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you've, you've got, got some some random I do I have some random
1: just just plain awesome, yes, is what I titled this, yeah. uh, titled this theme, um so Wonder Woman, a war bringer um would I think get you points for the coolest gift that's Lee bardugo, and um you know, with the success of uh the Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. which was just fantastic i am mm-hmm. gonna think I'm gonna go home and watch that again today, nice. but um. Just so fantastic. And it was just across the board great for everybody and everyone loved it. And so I think um, this book, uh, Warbringer, would, would really um, make a lot of people happy. Uh, France is a Feast by Alex Prudhomme, which is literally a, like a photo book of Julia and Paul Child oh, yeah. in, mm-hmm. um, in Paris. And I... I just love, love Julia. Her. I love yeah. Julia. Child. So I like the movie Julie and Julia. Uh-huh. I mean, this, that was based on the book. Like, I just want... I just fast forward through the Julie part. <laughs> like, watch nah, the and Ju-. whatever. Yeah. Like, if they had just made that whole movie... Julia. Just Julia and Paul, because I love... I Aww. love their relationship so much. I mean, they loved each other so much and were just an amazing couple. So, um It's really fantastic. And related to that is I saw this book coming out called The Gourmand's Way, Mm. um, which is six Americans in Paris, and it's all about... it's about these six Americans. They're all in Paris around the same time, um, World War II, post World War II, mm-hmm. and um, spies and writers and cooks, which include Julia Child or whatever oh, as uh-huh. one of them. But Gertrude Stein and Alice B Toklas are like really? oh, two are of the six, yeah. Really, and so I was like, oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah, but it's just about you know, um, like the how the food sort of culture intersected with these. You know, um, kind of really interesting um, people in our in history, and then um, I know I didn't give a lot of fiction today because I don't. You know, sometimes fiction and is hard to give as a gift. Mm-hmm. But A Gentleman in Moscow is is a book that um,
0: yeah. Right oh, now, hold every, every
1: yes. Every I and I have it to read. So everybody has just been raving and raving about it. And I think I'm going to save it to myself to read over the winter break mm-hmm. and um and read that because it's just I've I've. I've heard that it's just like stunning like mm-hmm. visuals, and the language is good, and the character development. It's a four doorway book, right? Is, I no, it think, totally sounds like up your alley. Um, I think the it will have a, a lot of appeal factor. So if you know someone who really loves to just sink their teeth into a mm-hmm. fiction book, it's his, it's like historical fiction. Um, this one I think would be a winner uh, if you if you got for them. And then three kids' books that I really liked. So Almost a Full Moon is a book by Hoxley Workman, who is a, like, I love him. He's a musician that I super love, oh. a Canadian oh, yeah. musician. Uh-huh. Um, and he has a song called Almost a Full Moon, and he made it into this children's book. Um, and it was just beautifully illustrated, and the whole thing is like... Um, bringing the community together to, like, make a soup and Aww. have a warm dinner together and be together, you know, mm-hmm. under this almost a full moon. And then um, Charlie and Mouse is the first of um, uh, two books right now, but I think there'll be more Charlie and Mouse books by Laurel Snyder. Um, Charlie and Mouse are two brothers, and they're just—they're based on her two boys, really. Um and they are. It's just a really funny, and there's a lot of like laughs and giggles. And that mm-hmm. was a, the this book would have been probably my kids' favorites yeah. Yeah. if they if we would have read that when they were younger. Um, and then the oh, the, this is the one that so you, these are yeah. newish. Um, and then the big orange spot is like one of my most favorite. Um, it's an older picture book. It's by Daniel Pinkwater, but I would just I'd buy this book for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's you know Mr. Plumbean. Lives on a neat street <laughs> and everybody, Mr. Plumbean likes to do different things with his house and pe- the people just um, don't understand mm-hmm. how, why Mr. Plumbean needs to do the things that, that he does with his house. And he's inspired. Mr. Is, uh, resonating with me right now. Mm-hmm. He's inspired by uh, this big, this um, seagull's flying over with a can of paint and it leaves a big orange splot on uh-huh. his roof and he, instead of cleaning it up right away, mm-hmm. he just leaves it. Oh. And the neighbors get a little, oh, man. A little hit up. Yeah, but uh, it's it's just has the most fantastic message about being true to yourself. Mm, um, so, nice. so I love that one. And then um, the very last book that I saw, um, that I thought that I would love if somebody bought for me mm. is uh, Remarkable Books, which showcases about. 75 archival works and it's just these amazing, gorgeous photos. Um, And so uh, like it's illuminated manuscripts and like handwritten works. I think like the um, uh, there's you know, there's one by um, Oh, The Little Prince, I think, showed Mm. like the handwritten work. And so and it's arranged chronologically so that, you know, you can maybe also sort of track like the, you know, how the book has sort of changed over time. Uh So it's... um, that sounds really beautiful, and I, you could just dive into that whenever you wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, and um, as far as fiction goes, I was just thinking that uh, Penguin has been doing some really awesome stuff with their book covers. Like they've been releasing, re-releasing classics. Oh
1: yeah. Uh, there's
0: been several, and I can I can link to some more, but. There's been just several publishers who are who are re-releasing classics with covers that don't suck. I think is the theme, is <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's that, the tagline. That's the, tag that's line, the product yeah. line, yeah. know, actually. Uh, but yeah, and so you can get some really you could you could buy someone one of their beloved books. You know, if if you if you are not comfortable guessing what kind of thing they might want to read, mm-hmm. you could get something that they really already like, like the. I Did lots of things. I can't really think off the top of my head.
1: I really like but, that. I like mm-hmm. that idea uh, too of like going back and and rebuying. Um, mm-hmm. You know things that like I did. I I don't know what in, ended up happened to mine, but you know I I rebought um, the Little House books. Yeah, because I read them as a kid and loved yeah. them so much, and and you know shared them with my kids and um so I think that's I mean I think that's kind of a cool thing to do is yeah is to to get a you know some classics
0: it's a and it's a nice feel good but also not too risky sort of right thing
1: yeah yeah so I mean you'll know I think even if the person's like oh great you know I've read this like 15 times but they're they, I think they'll be happy to have a nice copy yeah. on their shelf right Mm-hmm. I like that. I find some comfort in having
0: mm-hmm.
1: those books that I might not be going back to reread for a, a long time. But, but it feels I, nice to have, have them, have yeah. Them, exactly. Know.
0: Especially if it's like, if you're a super book nerd and you're like, oh, I don't even have to open this one. This one's just going to be like my pristine <laughs> new copy or whatever. Yeah, that's really book nerdy. Yeah, it is. But I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there are several books that I have bought several copies of just to, mm-hmm. just to have little have And to copies. give away. Like, yeah, exactly. I've had books
1: where I just... You know, I'm like, oh, I have to give this book to people because mm-hmm. it's so good. So yeah, it's kind of how I feel about Lincoln and the Bardo. It's like, bye. you have to read this book. So you should
0: just buy yourself like six copies mm-hmm. and then give them out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I should good. do that. Well, let's see. I think we've got one more little – do we have any more? Do we? The short introductions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You were going to talk about those. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then and then I think that's it. Yeah. I think we've, I think we've exhausted our
0: gifty brains. I'm exhausted uh yeah, so I think it's oh man, I think it's oxford uh publishing or university publishing they have this thing called the a, a very short introduction it's a series and apparently there are five hundred and eighty five of these, and this has been going on for a <laughs> while, but the library just got a bunch of them mm-hmm. in um and it's a they're very slim little volumes and it is it's a it's literally a very short introduction to things like um agnosticism or zen or drugs or right. um abolitionism and you know right. like and, and all these different things and and it seems like it would be a really neat thing um to get cuz you could probably like Take a person in your life and combine a lot of their interests and get them, like, a little introduction on a lot of these little things. Oh, that would be cool. Or if it's something that you want to have for reference in your own home Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. 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 And they're neat, tiny little things. So
1: That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a person who likes to do trivia.
0: There you go. Oh, (laughs) man. Yeah. Yeah. If you had 585, if you had all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You You could could just. Clean
1: house. And the trivia night, exactly. so yeah, I think that sounds really cool. That's the kind of stuff that I like. That was my favorite stuff to read as a kid was just those like little facts, little things. factoid books, uh-huh. and, um, and well, I read, I just read encyclopedias because I. Mm, no. that's nice soups yeah. nerd mm-hmm. and the that's dictionary good. yeah dictionary yeah soups
0: nerd yeah.
1: but um, yeah I think that this is this might be like that next step up too for those if you've got kids in your life who mm-hmm. like to do that sort of thing like, like or you mm. remember yeah you're like oh here's a thing for you when you're you know when you get to the point I don't know if you want to give them the drugs history just at that age but um, you know there's probably some really cool things in there that you could I like the idea like you said of like, mixing together. Yeah, you could kind of... You're, that's, you know, it's like when you re- you're like, so, well, somebody really knows me. Like, yeah. they put together this, like, little package of these books that are all things I actually really care about and yeah. want, want to know more about. If you really want to nail it, yeah, I think
0: you should do that, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know... That's probably a good one to go out on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll say if you've got some suggestions for us, feel oh, free to Oh, that would be fantastic. Comment. Yeah,
1: put it on uh put it on the social medias cuz mm-hmm. we're on we post on Facebook or you know.
0: We're on iTunes and Stitcher mm-hmm. and SoundCloud it, and all those things, respond there. But yeah, oh, I'd love to hear what
1: people are mm-hmm. are buying for gifts. Um Or maybe have been given as a gift that they really, really loved. Or hint, hint that they won. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, and then be sure to share the podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: All right. Well, happy happy reading and uh, buying. (laughs) Happy reading and happy buying. Bye. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck.
0: I'm Jim Barnes, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.